You're listening to Casey Forum with Kathy Quinn. Public affairs with an entertaining spin. Kathy Quinn here with podcast number 13. I'm so glad you're tuning in. And you know, the big day is uh, just about here. We're going to be Super Bowl champs again. Won't that be cool? That is going to be so neat. And, you know, a lot more kids are going to want to be playing uh, football because of this, because that will inspire him. But there may be more injuries out there. I'm going to be talking to a doctor from St. Joseph, Missouri, who has started this app. It's called Hurt, where if you get hurt, your parents can just check with the app. They'll put you in touch with doctors or let you know what you need to do rather than go to the emergency room. Then go to two or three or four or five doctors. Uh, This is a really cool app. So uh, it's free. And we'll be talking to that doctor coming up. Also, the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department, the Fraternal Order of Police, have a wonderful auction of really cool stuff, cheese stuff. So it's for a good, good cause. It is for the Memorial Foundation to help officers in need and whenever they need things like that. So, And it's also to help people in the neighborhood. So, for instance, they bought a bunch of presents for kids over the holidays, and so this is where that money goes. But first up, it's a jungle out there. Yeah, it is, especially if you're from Jungle Law Office talking about Tristan and uh, Lauren. They are attorneys, and they are both uh, really excited about the Super Bowl, but Tristan's excited because he's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Well, Lauren, she was a cheerleader for the Buccaneers. Here they are. It's a it's a jungle out there, guys. So explain to me, it's a jungle, and I mean, how are you guys getting along during this time? Well, it's, <laughs> well, we really well when the when the playoffs started, we kind of said we we made a little bet that you know if I would we would, I don't know, we had a bet going on if the Chiefs actually made it to the Tampa Bay man. We didn't think it was that the possibility that wasn't really going to happen. We thought when the playoffs started, but she was a cheerleader for the Bucks. If you want to explain that, then I will. <laughs> No, I mean, Tristan and I are professional arguers in our life and with each other. That's kind of what we do. And this is this the most perfect situation for us. I think that we're going to have to bet something. We just haven't figured out what that is up for the stakes yet. Um, but it's 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 coming down to the wire here. It's it's <laughs> Kathy. It's very difficult for us both being attorneys. We live together. We work together. And now this happens. I've been a longtime Chiefs fan. I grew up in Kansas City. Laura grew up in Boston where she was a Tom Brady fan and her family the whole lives. Yeah. And then during law school down in Miami, she was a Tampa Bay cheerleader. So we were driving three and four hours. We'd go up there and stay on a Saturday night, do her game on Sunday, and then drive back from Miami. So I've had to hear about all that now for all that. <laughs> like, oh, now the Chiefs are playing. I'm like, I rooted for the Chiefs. We were in the parade last year. We did a big deal for that. And now it's Tampa going now. So now she's kind of struggling who she should vote for. But I think we know who she wants and who I want. It. Is it a jungle out there? It's a jungle out there, Kathy. Yes, we talk about it every day. So, I mean, we have arguments because that's the only thing that's on all the time. We tune into Channel 4 all the time and on the news, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. And then you have very, hear very little about Tampa Bay. And she's like, why are they not talking about the opposition? So They may be talking about them soon. We'll see. <laughs> How are you guys doing it? How are you getting along? Well, you know, I think that we try to think about other things, but it's hard because, you know, Kansas City is so into the Chiefs. It always is. And every moment we're thinking about them. Um, I will tell you that I had to struggle to find a Tom Brady shirt in Kansas City because all of the clothing is Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. 
But, um, you know, it's, it's hard. I've kind of fallen in love with the Chiefs since I've been here, too. The camaraderie and the team support is like no other team in the country. Absolutely. When we used to travel quite a bit and things, we'd go to, say, Boston's got a very big following for, for the Patriots and the Red Sox, but I believe that the Chiefs top that times, too. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The, the, you know, the camaraderie and also, you know, when we went to go get our shirts and things, it was like wall-to-wall people, lines outside. Everything was sold out. It's just like, you know, they feel like they're part of the team. I guess they are here, really. All right, let's talk about it then. And I've heard this from other people, too. Even people that have been talking about it in Tampa, they say, and it was this morning on our morning show, there's nobody like the Chiefs fans. I would say that's definitely true. Not even without without question. <laughs> Lauren moved, when Lauren came here, we opened our firm in 2017. And the Chiefs won last year. But prior to that, everybody would wear Chiefs fans. They were all talking about it. And then our office is right next to Union Station. So we saw the we saw the whole thing go on. So we had there was security inside of our building and everything. We walked out and we joined and everything. But no, I mean she couldn't believe it. I mean, she's been to the Boston World Series, all those parades. She said this was ten times more than she'd ever seen. I mean, we my office, I could see the I could see the Liberty and everything, the whole yard and everything was just all out in front of us. So I guess from what I've heard this year, they're not able to do that, so they're coming up with something virtual. So after the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, I guess we'll see what that is. Yeah. So, Ms. Lauren, how are you? Are you trying to convince him to go for Brady and the Bucks? Of course I have. I mean, I think that he understands. This is a really big deal for the Bucs because when I was a cheerleader, we, I think, were a second-to-last team. We didn't even get close to the playoffs, and now we are at the Super Bowl. I'm very jealous that some of my cheerleader friends might be yeah. getting that Super Bowl ring that is very coveted <sighs> for cheerleaders. Yes, but I'm sure the Chiefs cheerleaders are thinking the same thing. Um, it's it's a big deal, and honestly, in some ways, I feel like I can't win, but in some ways, I can't lose because whatever happens, it's it's good for either of us. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Go ahead. You were going to say something, Tristan. We'll have to see about that. I don't know. We'll have to see. We got, we're going to have to come up with a big bet. We really didn't think it would actually happen like this, and it did. So it's kind of like, you know, so I don't, I don't know what we're going to do with it. We were thinking about going to the game, but, man, there's, it's, it's, you know, it's just a big deal to get out there with COVID and everything. If we had to come back to quarantine, I wouldn't be able to go to court for a couple weeks. So we're going to have to watch on the sidelines. So, so <laughs> is this the toughest case the two of you have ever <laughs> yeah, that is good. Typically, we're on each other's side. We should be. However, we tend to argue about our own cases a lot because we got to argue on which side is what. So, to, you know, to address the opposition's arguments, this time it's either cut or dry. We're not, we're, it's, it's either, either A or B on this one. So we are different types of attorneys too. It's interesting, kind of symbolic. Tristan is a defense, so defends the title. Yeah, and I'm definitely the attorney that goes after the big companies. He's and, the uh, opposition. So the Chiefs are three point favored. <laughs> So she's rooting for Brady, who I believe is 43 years old now. She, th she thinks this is his last deal. So I think a lot of people are, are rooting for Brady just because of that aspect. But I'm rooting for the Chiefs, obviously, because I'm from here and I live here. And all my buddies are rooting for him. And I think she's, she's the only one who's not. So All right. Who's going to win? Go, Lauren. 27 to 21 is my life. I really think, honestly, that I, I, it would be so exciting for the Buccaneers to win, but the Chiefs may edge him out, I think. City, I think the Chiefs are going to honestly edge them out. 27-21 Kansas City Chiefs. That's my prediction. All right. So. Go Chiefs. Give us your cheer. Give us a cheer, Lauren. <laughs> rah, rah. Go Chiefs. <laughs> you want to go Buccaneers. Go Buccaneers. <laughs> oh, you forgot. Thank you guys very, very much. Hang on. There's more on the way with Kathy Quinn and Casey Forum.
Joining me now, Dr. Brett Miller to talk about the Hurt app. How long have you been a doctor, doctor? Uh, doctor since 99, orthopedic surgeon since 04. Oh, okay. I've been in private practice for six, my almost 17 years. All right. So, you know, in this day and age of Super Bowl and everybody's all hyped up and you get your kids out to play and all that kind of, you got to think about the injury part because, and that's a big deal when they talk about concussions and all, but definitely the injury part. So why, what is your goal with this app? This app was created because of my frustration with all the unnecessary care that people seek. They, they run to the emergency room, they run to urgent care, and then they're referred back to us. And we sometimes have to undo what's been done. And they're frustrated, parents are frustrated, their kid was taken out of, out of sports and they've missed work to, to bring them. And yet really a simple piece of advice could have expedited their recovery. And that's why this app was really created. And with the pandemic, it really pushed us into finishing it up. The response. And has it, has it been um, kicked off yet? Or, oh, that was good. Kicked off. <laughs> we did a soft launch. And we did it in St. Joe, which is where I practice in my, my community. We, we did a soft launch. And we have had uh, 50 injuries reported through our app. And we have kept 100% of those people out of the emergency room. Our average response time, we collect all sorts of data and metrics. Our average response time is four minutes. Wow. So I always tell people that if your kid gets hurt on the soccer field um, or you get hurt in your garden or you fall off the ladder hanging your Christmas lights, you can't get in your car, get to the ER, get registered, get even to see a human in four minutes. So we're gonna put you at ease and likely 90 plus percent of the time, we're gonna keep you away from the ER and we're gonna do it for free. Okay, how for free? Tell us that, that's incredible. How, how is it for free? Mm -hmm. So when we started to build this, I realized that we can't charge people. We can't, it can't be cumbersome. It can't be hard to register. It has to work like every other single app that we're used to using on a daily basis. So the person that actually ends up benefiting the most from this app is the doctor and or the healthcare system. When you're in orthopedics, you don't treat someone's high blood pressure for 20 years. You treat a sprain, a strain, a tear. You may or may not do an operation. You may or may not do some physical therapy. And then that person goes on about their lives and hopefully never need you again. So we have to have a constant resupply of new patients in order to exist. So the benefit comes to me and my colleagues. So we charge us, we charge ourselves for the privilege of wonderful new patients. And so you say you've had, uh, what was it, 50 uh, since this is launched. Is this, do you think, the only one of its kind? Would you say that? Of course, all of our investors want to know what's your competition. Um, right now, we're fully self-funded. I actually, after I get off this call, have a, a call with an investor because we have had such an overwhelming response with our launch. People are starting to get it. We actually uh, met with our first business, business client this morning, a construction company with 100 uh, employees. And, and our approach for businesses, 
is we're going to save you money by keeping your healthcare expenditure down by not going to emergency rooms, not missing work. We're going to keep your employees on the job. And so with that response, we now have this enormous, enormous traction in, in our launch. How do you feel about yourself? That's pretty cool. You know what? I feel validated because I have really spent a lot of my own time, effort, and money trying to prove this. And this is something that is disruptive in the healthcare system right now because it's always been done the same cumbersome, inefficient way. And I knew it could be better. We use apps every single day of our lives. We order food, we get our, we have everything delivered. It's on our phone. And, and I'm not saying we're gonna replace doctors. We're just gonna direct people to the right person from the beginning. So I, I, I say, I feel validated in that. I, it's been a labor of so much effort and we have finally proven it. Perfect. You'd like to say anything else, Doc? I would like to say that it's important that, that you go to hurtapp.com or the app store, hurt with an exclamation mark. And I think it's most important that you download it before you need it so that when, when you have that stressful situation, you hit the button and you're connected to us, hopefully in under four minutes. Very interesting, the Hurt app. Okay, coming up, we have the Fraternal Order of Police for Kansas City, Missouri. They're having a huge auction, and you can still get in on it. All right, lots of cool chief stuff. Stay with us. Hang on, there's more on the way with Kathy Quinn and Casey Forum. Okay, if you're just tuning in right now, this is podcast number, let me see what number it is. I think this is podcast number 13, and Sergeant Otis is joining me here from the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department and the FOP, Fraternal Order of Police. It's so good to have you here. How you doing? I'm doing great, a little cold, but I'm doing just good. Oh my gosh. This is the time you want to move to Mexico or move to California or somewhere. This weather is unbelievable. <laughs> I can't take it. Yeah. But you know what would make things nice and warm is a nice auction. And I understand that the FOP is holding an auction. I think you started it uh, earlier this week. Yes, yes, we did. Let's talk about it. All right, yeah, well, the auction actually uh, benefits the Kansas City Police Officers Memorial Foundation, which mm -hmm. is a 501c3 established by us in 2016 uh, we're going to be auctioning off uh, autographed Mahomes jerseys Hill jerseys Kelsey jerseys Mahomes and Kelsey signed authentic football helmets uh, several autographed photos of everyone's favorite chief players also have uh, two Super Bowl rings and two World Series rings as well what are you yeah. are you kidding me oh no that that's real oh my gosh all right, so, whoo First of all, the Fraternal Order of Police, I was talking to uh, some family members that I was saying, you know, the FOP, the FOP, and they go, I'm so sorry. You're talking about a PIO and an FOP, <laughs> the Fraternal Order of Police. <laughs> explain what you do. You're kind of, um, uh, they're agents or something. It, it kind of explain what the Fraternal Order of Police does. Well, the Fraternal Order of Police is an organization that represents uh, the officers and 
frontline supervisors. So we, we're basically the, the arm that gives the voice to the actual the people who are out there in the streets working. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's basically a voice for the, uh, the officers. And, you know, on the back end, we also do a lot of work in trying to assist in mending, you know, fractured uh, community relationships with the police officers. So, you know, we're in the middle of trying to get all that things worked out. The Fraternal Order of Police in every police department has an FOP or something like it. Correct. Okay. And then the Memorial Foundation. I think that's fabulous. Explain what this goes for. All right. The foundation basically has two objectives. Uh, The first one being officer support, which, you know, helps out an officer if he's uh, seriously injured uh, or falls very ill. The foundation is there to kind of help these officers uh, to, to stay on level ground and, and help them out during their hard times. And then the second objective is actually one that we find that's going to be really vital currently, and that's going to be the community outreach. So uh, <clears throat> we have a couple examples of things that I thought were important that we went through with the mobile mammogram events that we've had. Mm. Where, uh we partnered with the Diagnostic Imaging Center and the Susan G. Coleman to pay for mammograms for uninsured women across Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the uh, Diagnostic Imaging Center brought out their mobile mammogram stations to patrol divisions. And at one of them, we had nearly two dozen uninsured women who were able to get mammograms, wow. uh, which is extremely vital for early detection. Uh, we also have the Cops and Kids program. And the KCFOP actually had one of the largest cops and kids events in the Midwest. And while many organizations canceled because of the pandemic that we had, we knew that this was an extremely important and vital uh, mm-hmm. instrument in order for us to help, you know, mend the broken and fractured relationship that we have with communities. And during the pandemic, it was just really hard, but we knew that we had to get something done. So we had uh, some 238 kids made wish lists. And cops went out, shopped for them, and were able to drop them off at their porches and their doorsteps so that these kids could receive their their gifts anyway. So usually they shop with us, but this time we had to do a little bit different Mm -hmm. so that we can fall within the uh, parameters of the pandemic rules. I know that I was there. Um, we did a live shot to show some of the presents. It was unbelievable. When you're talking about you did shop for these people, you guys physically with Janine, who works in your office as well, went out and physically bought, look at, looked at the list, bought what they needed and put them and wrapped them and wrapped them and then delivered yes. them. I mean, people don't see this. I mean, That's right. you know, they don't see that the, the things you all do behind the scenes, the mammograms, the... Um, I think most recently there was a family, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, there was a family who uh, this woman had several family members, and she said, I'd really like to take my family out, and I forget the restaurant. I won't say the restaurant, but I would like to take them out. And so you all were able to find someone to get her a gift card, and you actually went over to her home and gave it to her. Were you involved in that? I wasn't personally involved in that one, but I do know about that story, yes. I mean, the, the police so many behind the scenes things that they do and this foundation i think it's fabulous i think it's it's wonderful where you can have this uh kind of a not a, not a slush fund it's not a slush fund but something to help so this yeah. auction is so very very important uh, how are you going to get through to people because it's going to be virtual yes it will be virtual uh so it's you know obviously that's that's a big challenge but we we 
we believe that in Kansas City, you know, we we face plenty of adversity, and just like the Chiefs did, it's something that we're going to see through and make it happen regardless. So, you know, we we just got to put the word out, uh, platforms like this right here, and just mentioning it out there because we think that these funds are extremely important and vital to the mission of uh, community outreach and also helping out officers who actually are in extreme need. Sergeant, how do they get involved? Oh, you just you get on the website. Uh, I believe Janine gave you the website, and you basically get on and you, you put in for that auction. Why do you think, Sergeant, that people should get involved with this auction? I mean, not only get some really cool Chiefs gear, like that Super Bowl ring. Uh, why do you think they should get involved? I think they should get involved because it is that they will be assisting and and making Kansas City a safer and better uh, place overall. Uh, this isn't, you know, although, yeah, you do get some cool memorabilia with the greatest quarterback ever, and Patrick Mahomes, and the greatest tight end, and greatest receivers. You know, this is a great team. So you get all that good stuff, but you also play a part in helping out a child who's in need and helping out families who are in need. I think this is a huge effort in moving forward and uh, and a lot of struggles that we've seen over this past year dealing with the pandemic and yeah. also, you know, with the it, – it's just a lot of things that – I think this helps out with. It's a small step, but it's actually going to be a big first step in moving forward through 2021. Yeah, we need a good 2021 is what we need. We need a good one. Thank you so very much, Sergeant Otis, and good luck uh, with everything going on, and I hope this auction is a huge success. All right, well, thank you. Thank you. Okay, if you want to get involved and take a look at that website uh, to help out the foundation for all the good work they do, it is bid bidpal.net slash KC Chiefs. Bidpal.net slash KC Chiefs. All right. Kathy Quinn here. It has been a wonderful time here uh, letting you know about all sorts of things that are going on. I want to thank Katie Connors, our executive producer, Andrina Byrne, our associate producer, the elders for allowing us to use their music, the voice. Yes, Doug Medlock. He is just absolutely wonderful. And of course, KQKC, it is Broadcasting Music and Educational Foundation, and of course, Fox 4 as well, because that's where I work during the week. Love it. Okay, so if there's anything you ever want to know about, it's kathy.quinn at fox4kc.com. And as always, I finish my podcast with a song. Here's a song from Ian Byrne and the Elders. It's the Golden Ghost. Until next time, see ya. Cloudy days and stormy nights All alone without a fight Understanding I am lost Up in the sky the golden Steps my own path, making changes. Hope I last. 
scratch the comb is your fate Call your family all the most Up in the sky Love your children, say goodnight Never know when it's your last time Watch your back the most In the sky, the golden